Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous lady. Welcome back to Higher Self and I, the podcast. I hope you're well. I hope you've had a beautiful Christmas if you are listening to this in that week where no one knows what the hell to do with themselves. (laughs) But welcome to the last podcast of 2022. Can you freaking believe it? Like, where the hell has this year gone? Sitting back and reflecting, um, making some notes for this podcast, it really truly showed me just how quick life can flash in front of your eyes if you are not in the present of the year. And this year has been so quick. It has been huge mentally, physically, emotionally for me. If you haven't listened to episode 100, you should go and listen because that's where lots of things changed and I explain what happens and why I did and have chose the decisions that I made um, kind of going into Q3 of this year. So it has been huge on all aspects and quite frankly, never thought I would be sitting here today in this place, in this location um, with my family around me for Christmas just amazing. Um, But yeah, it came with a big cost, which was fine. And it was a decision that I made. And quite frankly, 2022 has been a huge, huge year. And one of the biggest things um, that has happened is I stepped into truly standing in my power in the business, financially, in the wealth that I have created and made, the clients that I have took on and served this year. And I really wanted to reflect back on that. Now, I'm going to go through the four things I did to really step into making multi-six figures this year. And what I wanted to just preface this podcast about is for me and everyone who works with me knows the passion and the desire and the love that I have for what I do. And it's not about the money, but quite frankly, I have never created this much wealth in my life. And it is time that I celebrated that. I had a lot of people message me when I hit 250k um, back in August and so many people didn't know about it. And I quite liked that because that means that I'm not marketing just using the financial aspect of my business or just kind of selling you a dream and not creating any change for you. That is not why I'm here. That is definitely not why I started the business. So I am very wary that this is obviously going to be around how I stepped into multi six figures, but I'm doing this from a place and I know I don't have to say this, but I want to, I'm doing this from a place of showing you what is possible too. So I've worked with over a hundred clients this year, which I think is absolutely insane. Like it brings a little tear to my eye that I've been able to have um, a space that I can create change you know, with the tools and the techniques and the things that I do for for women out there and they can then go and create change for their lives and their family and their businesses and their clients. It is just 
incredible. But yeah, I thought it would be about time that I shared and really celebrated in the success of the wealth that I've created this year. It is very different to the Becky of 2020 if she looked at the financial click-up board that she has for 2022, she would fall over sideways and probably not get back up for about 10 minutes after a, a fan and a grape. So I really wanted to stand in that today. I wanted to give you the permission for you to celebrate whatever you've done this year. And it's obviously not going to be all about the money, but we want to st- I want you to step into that wealthy business owner where you are working with the clients that you want to work with and you are creating a life with the wealth that you want. And I want to be that permission slip for you because I was once where you are and I wish I had this to listen to to go like fucking hell Becky like I'm not about the money and you know I don't talk about it a lot but quite frankly if I don't talk about it I don't give you permission to really step into it so here we go so this year 2022 I'm about 7k off hitting um 300,000 for the year which is absolutely insane (laughs) again if Becky of 2020 heard me say that she would probably not believe her um genuinely because I was so stuck in the victim and that it's not working and this is never going to happen for me and I'm never going to be that six-figure business owner and lots of things shifted in 2022 not only my life but a lot of my mindset and I think that's what's really allowed me to step into the wealth that I've created to to sign the clients that I've signed to work with the women that I've worked with this year and really allowed me to see what is possible and what is possible moving forwards. Now, there's four major things that happened during 2022 that happened very subconsciously because of the the work that I'd already done on myself, the consistency that I'd already had on social media. You know, I didn't show up in 2022 with no business and then make three, you know, near 300,000 for the year. Like, that wasn't the case. I have been consistently doing this since September of 2019 and I motherfucking showed up every day for myself, for you, for my audience, for my clients and really did not quit. (laughs) And there was really, really, really a lot of times that I could have. Um, And even this year felt the same in the way of like, yes, the wealth was there, but just like the podcast that I did last week, like the wealth and the, the money that you make doesn't let go of your problems. So there's still things that you have to work through and think about and solve and be there for and be uncomfortable and be feeling really fucking awful you know that money doesn't take that away and that's why I really wanted to get that across in last week's episode if you haven't listened go back and listen um but actually like there was a couple of things that I did that really allowed me to step away from this grasp that I was holding on to with money this like desperate energy that money was going to save all my freaking problems you know one of the girls um one of my clients was like I've got 99 problems and I think all of them are going to be solved with money and I know it probably won't be the case (laughs) so um I tell you it's not and there's a lot of coaches who are making a lot more money than me who I've spoke to um in different scenarios and they say Beck we still have problems, we still have to firefight, we still have to do all these freaking things. Like money is not the thing that's going to help you be the person that you want to be, even though you think it might be and it might give you the success and the happiness and the excitement that you want. But honestly, that's 
not something that I've wrote down, but that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned this year. So what allowed me to step into multi-six figures this year that really helped me to become that coach, to become that business owner, to become that CEO of the business that I have now. Um, Let's dive in. Now, before we dive in, (laughs) this is like the longest intro in the world, but before we dive in, these are four things that I did. These four things not might not necessarily be the four things that help you get to multi six figures. There was a lot of other things that I did to help me get there. Like I said, I've been doing this since 2019, guys. You know, it's it's been I've been in it for the long run and I will continue to be in it for the long run because of the passion and the freaking love that I have for what I do. But I wanted to share the four things that really stood out for me. So number one, I actually became very neutral to financial goals. And to be honest, I stopped setting them. Now, when I first started my business, there was this pressure, there was this like feeling of having to beat the next month or make 10k or all of the bullshit that's out there at the moment that makes us feel less than which, you know, I know is a big marketing ploy and that's okay. But I became very, very neutral to one, the money I was making, and two, I stopped setting financial goals. Now, the reason why I stopped setting financial goals, which I know some people might disagree at, come at me, it's fine, it works for me, it's okay, is because I used to have this pattern when I was younger with goals where I would set a goal, whether it be financial or health or whatever that is, and I would sabotage myself because I'd put it down in writing. Now, I know this goes against me saying, you know, we need to make it as clear as possible for the subconscious mind, etc. And I know exactly how I can make that amount of money, and I do, and I let it be quite open and flowy. But the moment that I put a number down on a piece of paper, it's like some demon takes over (laughs) and was stopping me from hitting that number. So what I actually decided to do is January of this year, January of 2022, I had a 49k month in revenue. And I went into January with not a lot of warm leads, if I'm honest. I was a little bit squeaky bum time when we went into January of last year and I remember being like oh I've literally got like one warm lead that I know may convert in January it was over Christmas so I wasn't too sure and you know that lead actually never ended up um converting till middle of the year and I was like you know what I'm just gonna have some fucking fun in January and that is how the year began ironically, because I took that pressure away, because I took and released that pressure to hit the thing or be the thing or have the thing, I actually ended up having a a 49k month in revenue. And that was the moment for me that I was like, wow, that's what it feels like when you stop fucking holding on so tight. Like that's what it feels like when you loosen your palms and you're like, I'm going to have fun. I, yes, I was launching and I was launching Visibility Queen at that point. So I had structure, I had knowing, I had complete understanding with, with what was going on in the business, but I didn't put that pressure on that financial goal. Because the moment you put that pressure on that financial goal and you don't hit it, that's where your subconscious beliefs of whether it's I'm not good enough or I will never do this or this is never gonna happen to me, start to build. You know, they start to ingrain. You start to build more evidence. Well, I told you so. (laughs) 
I told you you wouldn't do it. I told you it wouldn't happen. That's when it starts to come in. So actually I had a very clear path of what it would look like to sign clients and how it would feel to sign clients. But I didn't put this like block over me, which was the financial goal. Now, I've done work around that since then, um, but I actually carried on the year not setting financial goals because I really enjoyed having that open space where I was like, what magic can happen this month? You know, like, what is the magic that could carry on being? What could I do this year? What could I do this month? What could I do this quarter? And it was actually becoming like a really open, beautiful game. You know, I went on and hit... Uh, I went on hit a 44k month in May and then you know like it just kept growing and growing and I was really shocked to see that I could actually stay in this space of this um like that I could actually be in the space of receiving without having this financial goal on top of me now I know that there's a lot of people who will listen to this and be like you're fucking stupid you own a business like of course you have to have financial goals now this ties into one of the other um things that I did to make multi-six figures this year which I'll talk about later but I have a lot of reoccurring revenue so I went into kind of from January because I had such a big revenue month I then had a lot of payment plans coming in so I knew from January that I had all my expenses paid for and my expenses were pretty heavy um at the start of the year we you know I was on about 7k outgoings with the coach that I was working with with the team that I took on you know there was quite a lot going on however I knew that there was that amount of money coming in for me to cover the expenses to cover my life and that felt okay so that's why I made that choice. Again, this is the choice that I made. Doesn't mean that you have to go and do it, but that was the choice that I made because it helped me become really neutral to the money that I was making. Now, the Becky, like I said, Becky a couple of years ago, making 49K in revenue was unheard of. You know, I'd I'd done a vision board, um, ironically, (laughs) just having a reflection. Ironically, in 2020, so going into 2021, I actually did a vision board where I put the fact that I would hit 30k um, monthly. And I wrote down what I would spend it on and where it would go. And you know, that came into fruition, which was gorgeous. So I remember doing that vision board and being like, fucking hell, 30k a month. Like, are you joking? That feels very far away and scary. But it came into fruition because I allowed myself to really step into the feelings and be in that space and, you know, enjoy that, enjoy that moment, enjoy that time that I had in my business and just make business fun. Because I know there's a lot of us and I fell foul to this where I really fell into that pressure, that that like pressure of being successful, the pressure of making more money, the pressure of you know, signing more clients and whatever else it comes into, which, you know, I know a lot of people are still using in their marketing and that is fine, but we don't have to have that pressure if you don't want to. Like, don't feel that societal pressure of that. That's why I had so much fun in January and lo and behold, 
one very big month of revenue. So that was one thing that I really did. I became very neutral. I'll talk about the neutrality with money um, in, in podcast to come. And I did actually speak about it last week in last week's podcast, if you haven't listened. Um, but that, that neutrality is almost like there was nothing attached to it. There was no belief attached. There was no story attached. I was like, wow, like I've made 49k this month. That's cool. And that was it. And that became my life. And from then I've hit those, you know, I've hit those consistent months. It's gone up, it's gone down. And I have had lower months than, and higher months. And that's okay. You know, August was quite a low month for me because I decided to change my whole fucking life upside down and that's okay. However, I created the revenue and I created the payments. Um, and I created the reoccurring that really helped me step into that. So number one that I did was I became very neutral and I stopped setting financial goals. Now, whether I decide to go into next year and set financial goals, I don't think I will because why fix what's not broken? It works for me. I have everything set up back end to be able to know that I can hit bigger goals and be bigger goals and have bigger goals. And it's more about the feeling for me than the actual number anyway, which is exactly why I became neutral. So number two, ties very nicely in, I actually started to really go with the impulses in my business, the impulses of what I wanted to do, but also set myself up back end. So what I mean by this is obviously when you make a certain amount of money or when I started hitting those big amounts of money, I had a lot of clients in my space. So therefore I really needed to make sure that the back end of my business was insane. And lo and behold, Brie, my beautiful OBM, my online business manager came in pretty much around January because I'd, I'd had such an influx of clients and she really started to sort out back end as we call it. So whether that be the client experience, whether that be um, setting up, you know, email sequences, any launches that I were doing, that I was doing, um, my expenses, my cash flow, my ins, my outs, my reoccurring revenue, my testimonial requests. There was a lot of things that we started to really set up. And this actually allowed me to not only create more wealth, to take on more clients, but actually for me to enjoy myself while I was at it. Because I remember in January, like I said, I didn't have that many warm leads. And I went from having an ample amount of clients to having a lot of clients. Like, I think I've spoke about this on a podcast before, but in January, at one point, I was doing about 27 to 30 calls a week, which when you are working with the subconscious and you're doing strategy and you're holding space for that amount of clients, holy shit, it requires a whole new level of yourself. And I stepped into that level. I was that level and I gave my clients the best experience ever. And that is something I stand by. And that is one of my points for this podcast. I'm just letting you into all the secrets before we get there. But I really needed that support back end. Now, when Brie came in, it was obviously a mess because I had Dubsado and I had other things set up, but it wasn't as slick and and quick. And I really wanted to create that experience for my clients because my number one value in life always has and always will be is experience. Now, whether that's the experiences I'm creating for myself, the experiences with my clients, the experiences that I give online, on YouTube, on the podcast, whatever that is, that is always forefront of the mind. So having that back end um, set up 
was really important for me. And that is one of the things that allowed me to impulse in the business. And I find a lot of people do this, you know, I see a lot of entrepreneurs do this is that they will not have that that reoccurring revenue set up and they will, you know, they, they won't have the back end set up and they keep doing these quick impulses where they're like, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. And then there's there's no there's no foundations to hold them there, both in strategy and mindset, which that means that they're then waiting on every launch to make a sale, which is really fucking tiring. That, you know, we want to create a business that Yes, we have to work hard, of course, we're working for ourselves, and I will never stop working hard, but we want to also enjoy it, right? We we don't want to be burn, burning out or burnt out because I know a lot of people get there when you own your own business. So having that space where I could go with the impulses that I could put things on, you know, I've recently just launched the CEO Hypnosis Bundles, which is a four-track bundle. Um, if you haven't look, looked at it, I will link it in the show notes. So many of you have bought it already. It's £50. It's got four hypnosis tracks on for you to enjoy and to sit down and relax and you know do it in your own time. But it really allows you to tap into the subconscious mind to really step into that CEO vibe. Now, that came from an idea when I was in the shower. <laughs> sorry to tell you however what happened is because I have everything set up because everything's set up in the back end um you know we use Thrivecart to hold on my payments and the reoccurring revenue if you want more information on Thrivecart please let me know um I have a link for discount so if you wanted to get in on Thrivecart I actually hold all of my group courses there and all of my payments it's a one-off payment and you never pay again so you know we we made the decision to step away from Kajabi this year but within that you've got your next financial level keeping your business promises the client attraction energy supporting your own boundaries and and all of that that CEO hypnosis bundle came from me being in the shower within three days sales page was done it was all set up, it was all recorded, and it went out live. And so many of you have bought it because I had that space to do that. And I had the setup of the back end to be able to support me to do that as well. So yeah, the second thing, I went with the impulses of my business, which keeps it fresh, which keeps it exciting, which keeps you creative. And I set up that back end. Oh, number three. Number, number three. I of course, I'm going to speak about this because it comes into everything, but I really had to work on my identity this year. And I will still continue to work on my identity, especially with what I want to create for my life, in my life, and have in my life. Because I am here for big freaking things. And I know if you've listened to the podcast before, it's something that I talk about a lot. You know, I always craved to be famous when I was younger and I have done work around why I want that. And, you know, the reasons behind that, is it through my ego or is it actually something that I want? But my whole body lights up when I know that I can have more of an impact in the world on people, use my passion and my sunshine energy and really put it out there for change. And so I know that it's coming from a place of just sheer excitement. And even as I'm talking about it, I've got goosebumps now. So I know that it's not my ego self that just wants to, you know, have the fame. So actually creating that identity around that and playing bigger in my business and doing that massive, big Rebecca 2.0 launch that I did 
the website, the branding, the messaging, the who I'm talking to, the what that looks like, the podcast. There was a lot of changes. And this was all around the time that I decided to change my whole life as well. Because, you know, if you're changing one thing, you might as well freaking do it all. (laughs) In hindsight, not a good idea, guys. Not a good idea. However, I've done the work. We're okay. We're, we're on the other. We're on the other side. Um, but that identity piece around that really had to shift. And the thing that I always think about is, I went into January. Like I said, January was at forty nine, forty nine thousand three hundred and seventy to be precise. Revenue month, and I went into January with the identity of not being that because it literally because I took the pressure off it came to me quite easily and I I know people hate that phrase but honestly it happens all the time with my clients when we work on the subconscious beliefs and then we remove the pressure things start to happen it's it's there guys it's not manifestation and it ain't woo woo it's physically your subconscious mind opening your eyes to the opportunities that you didn't see when you had those old beliefs that's basically how I see it so I had done a fuck ton of work before that January hit and I had done a lot of work on the identity and this was around May of 2021 to be honest where I had a lot of people reach out to me saying like Beck what are you doing you're changing so much like you're you're so you're shining online like what's going on and that was the identity work that I'd been doing so that was like May 2021 and then because of all of that impact that happened I then stepped into who I was this year which is great so that identity level almost has to catch up with you which I say to my clients all the time you know our subconscious mind can quantum leap forwards we can collapse time and move forwards but our body and the rest of the outside world kind of has to catch up sometimes so that was something that was really big for me and I will carry on doing identity work you know how much I speak about this it all comes back to the subconscious beliefs that you have and that the capabilities and the behaviors that you have in your everyday life as to what identity you're stepping into and by god do I want to go big in 2023 2023 is going to be the year that I do the things that I've been saying that I'm going to do and never fucking do because I'm too scared to do them I'm putting it out there guys And I'll probably do a podcast episode on that, to be honest. I won't go into all the ins and outs just yet. So I really worked on my identity as a whole of who I want to be, what that feels like, how that's going to look like. You know, there's there's a lot of, I've done a lot of podcasts on on identity shifting and and really how to step into that. And I'll link a couple in, in the show notes below, but really stepping into that identity. You know, I did um, a podcast not long ago called Daily Tasks I Do to shift my identity as a CEO. There's another couple in there as well. Um, stepping into the next level business owner, the mindset, the the five mindset techniques I use through the up levels. There's lots to support you on that, but really stepping into that identity of that multi six-figure business owner and to be honest I've already started stepping into the identity of a seven-figure business owner and what that looks like really is just so fucking powerful from um, a subconscious level so that was probably one of the biggest I don't know why that's number three but lo and behold it is (laughs) and number four to finish off the podcast is I created an incredible experience for my clients now my retention rate this year has been through the freaking roof. I cannot explain to you 
the retention rate that I've had with clients. Now, what I mean by that is either people finishing with me and carrying on or coming back or um, not going anywhere, that retention holding, like having the clients in my space and them not really leaving, that for me is just so powerful. Now, I had a bit of a belief behind this for quite a while. This was before this year where I was like, well, if the clients are staying, that means I'm not doing a good job. Hell freaking no. If the clients are staying, that means that I get them. I understand them. They're having breakthroughs. They're up-leveling themselves. So they want me to be in the next up-level and have that and be that and see that and feel that. And I really celebrated that so much so that I actually got Brie, my um, online business managers to start tracking the, um, to start tracking the retention rate within the business because I would love to do some work around this, some course around this on how you create that experience for your clients because like I said, that's the biggest for me. From the moment that a client says yes in the DMs or on the call, that experience moving forwards oh, is just so, so important to me. More important than me showing up on social media and all the other things that I do because my clients are my babies. (laughs) Like I love you all. And I want you to have the best experience because you are investing in me to have that. I don't give timelines on freaking Voxer or, you know, I will pop in if someone's having that space where they really need me. And I know I have boundaries and the boundaries are in and that's work that I've done on myself to have those boundaries there. But equally, I want my clients to have the best experience ever. And when they do, and when they see the changes because of the work that I do with them, because of the subconscious breakthroughs, because of how I hold them in Voxer, that's why they come back. That's why they have the experiences because it is just so powerful for them and they can grow, we can grow together. You know, one of my clients, we worked together back in 2021. We stopped working together for a while. She'd done other masterminds, etc., And then she actually messaged back in May of this year um, saying like, Beck, I'm going to work with you again for six months one-to-one. Because I know her. I know her inside out and backwards. I call her out when she needs to be. She has grown freaking phenomenally this year. I I cannot even explain. You can hear how like excited I am in my voice because I think really creating that experience for my clients is so important. And it means that I have this like space where I don't have to constantly be on social media and asking for the sale all the time. Um, Asking for the sale? selling all the time is what I meant because that retention rate is there it's all happening in-house it's all happening behind the scenes and that's where a lot of my revenue and a lot of the money that I've made has come from this year is clients carrying on clients having that amazing experience and just not wanting to go anywhere so don't go anywhere clients because I freaking love you um but yeah so those are my four things that really stood out to me for me to step into that multi six figure like I said I was I'm 7k off um 300,000 and I might be less than or I might have hit it by the time this podcast goes out because we're only on the 21st of December anyway so when I'm recording this but um yeah it's just been the most powerful expansive scary uncomfortable year of my life and there has been so many changes like I said both business and personally which I know felt so uncomfortable and so horrible and so 
really vile at the time when I'd made that decision. But now, like reflecting back, it really has been a year to remember and I'm getting all emotional again. (laughs) So emotional on the podcast at the moment, but it really truly stands to say that never give up never freaking give up because you don't know when it's going to hit I didn't know it was going to hit in January and that would take me you know catapulted to the rest of the year and then have the year that I've had god I really am crying now um so sorry guys let me pull myself together never give up because the the way that you can hold yourself and the things that you can do and the things that your mind can allow you to do is so fucking powerful and it really makes me so excited to know that you really are going to step into 2023 with this space and this energy that will really allow you to achieve the things that you want to achieve and if you want me to be that cheerleader to be that back pocket um mentor for you in 2023 please reach out I would love to work with you whether it's one-to-one whether it's in courses that I've got coming up whether it's the bundle the CEO bundle whatever that looks like I honor you and I am grateful for you and more than anything I am so grateful that you tune in every week and have me in your ears no matter what you're doing I love you so so much have the best best new year and here is to 2023. Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.